Well, hello there. Welcome to This Christian Life. You, This is me, Priscilla, a.k.a. P. And with me is... And this is Kai Kai, um, a.k.a. K. <laughs> Since when just did to... anyone call you K? <laughs> And and just to warn you all, I'm take I'm drinking some special tea today. So in between slurps, we'll be talking. You won't hear the slurps, but you know if you hear some pauses, maybe okay. that's just me taking a sip of some good drink. And it is actually just natural teas, not to worry. Okay, what tea are you drinking? I'm actually drinking some nice warm water with um um with lemon. Okay. Um, yeah, soothe the throat a little. Uh, well, I'm not sure if it's really soothing the throat, but. Yeah. yeah, it's doing something good to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Yeah, I'm at the minute obsessed with honey and hot, honey and lemon and hot water. Because mm. I had, a, yeah, because I had like really bad cold. Um, I had like about three in the space of like three months. It was a bit ridiculous, like a cold a month. So all I kept drinking was hot lemon and honey. And then even now that I don't have a cold, that's like my go-to drink. Mm. <laughs> so that, that, that's me. That's me. Yeah. The lemon does a lot of cleansing and stuff. And yeah. So yeah. So I'm, 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 I was, I was amping up my vitamin C for winter. Yeah. But I can't say winter is gone, but it definitely generally is a good thing to do. So I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. So, Hey. Yeah. It's got to be done. It's got it's to be, be done. done. So we're done. Uh, before we continue on, let me just quickly do some housekeeping. So um, you can find us on SoundCloud. Um, it's soundcloud.com, This Christian Life. Um, if you also follow us on Twitter at This Christ Life. Or if you like what I'm saying and how I think, you can follow me at Queen P. That's Queen P E A 54. And you can catch Kai. Uh, at Townsend Kai, that's T O W N S E N T K A I, the only one. Excellent. And also, you can find us on Facebook and you can email us um, thischristlife at gmail.com. And best of all, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And Yes. And you know what? I'm always saying good things are meant to be shared. So if you really enjoy this episode, tell a friend, share it. And, you know, do what you got to do and Definitely. let them know that we're here and, um, yeah, all that stuff. So, without further ado, what's good? What's new? <sighs> well, do you know what? It's been a busy couple of weeks. You know, every time we come around to um, podcast time, I keep thinking, oh, my God, it feels like a couple of months have passed because I've just done so much. But mm. got to say, this week has been good for weather. Yeah. Um, leading into the weekend, I'm not. I'm not quite sure if I'm, I'm that pleased with how cold the days are for the Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to say that's least of my worries. Mm, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not even complaining. Oh, and, and, and I'm treading car- um, cautiously here because um, I know our audience is quite there, including possibly friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, I've just got my Easter weekend dilemma. Where mm. do you know it's that time? You know, you know when when the holiday time is coming up. You know these kind of public holidays. Yeah, and everybody gets the idea that oh, it's the perfect time to have you know an evening over or a dinner or something. Mm. And they you know they, they try to get you on board to come along, and it's done with good intentions and spirits. But yep. dear God Almighty, I'm like 
do you know what? I just want some time to myself. Exactly. Like, I don't want to have Friday, Saturday. Well, let's come from Holy from from Monday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I literally over the past few weeks had family and and close friends try to get me to do stuff mm-hmm. um, between Thursday and and Monday. Mm-hmm. I was resistant at first and I thought, mm, you know what, you don't always see your family or, you know, you know you've cancelled a few times on this friend, maybe you should go. Mm-hmm. And just when I've decided I've organised my weekend, time for some rest, time to go see family and friends, then all of a sudden friends will come up. Oh, well, you know, I really haven't seen you and, and I've, I've, you know, we're trying to, to book this thing in and, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but this weekend i've got myself into such a dilemma that i ended up in one day having church in the morning and like two events back to back in the evening Mm. and i have to say i was just so exhausted that i said "Uh uh-uh that's it the next weekend that's coming up or the next holiday period that's coming up bank holidays i am going to keep everyone guessing so pb warned Yep, so long, as, in- so, long <laughs> mess, so long as you don't mess with the timing of this podcast, I don't really mind. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If, as long as it's not something that we have put in a diary from time immemorial, I do not mind what you do. Listen, <laughs> because the, those, <laughs> cause the likelihood is that I will be doing the same thing, which is keeping my head down. So you do you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm serious. That's it. Everybody be warned. If people ask me, I'm just going to be saying, and I'm going to keep them guessing, I'm just going to say to them, look. I'll let you know on the day. Yeah. And if that ain't good enough, then tough. But yeah. this girl needs some me time. And I love me. I love you too. Yeah. But I love me. And I need some me time, man. No, so. no. I hear that. I hear that. I'm just like, <gasps> I'm enjoying an empty flat at the moment. So, you know. Oh, I'm lucky just like, you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just kind of like enjoying this just this the quietness not to say that my flatmate's particularly noisy or you know anything else but mm. it's just nice not having anyone in the flat so i get that and I just been just being able to chill and so yeah um a, get that. like you just kind of like made plans that i didn't intend to make for this weekend <laughs> and then just feeling slightly salty <laughs> not, about not it. calling any names <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just feeling slightly salty about it, but it's on me, not on the other person. It's just sort of like, just some. It's mainly on me because I just didn't really think too deeply about what what it is I wanted this yeah. weekend, and in my kind of like haze of okay, yeah, find it, da, 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 I didn't really think. Actually, hang on a minute. I really plan to do this or I really want to do that do X, and so now I've kind of like committed myself to something that I had no real business and committing myself to in the first place truth be told but yeah we are where we are and I just kind of feel like well actually do you know what it's there's a reason for this one that I can't Mm -hmm. see and so who knows by the end of today the end of the weekend I'll be like actually that was really good it was good that this happened this way so you know everything happens for a reason I guess you know even if it is to tell you for next time I was gonna say the same thing <laughs> I was gonna say, even if it's just a message to tell you that, listen, mm. your body cannot keep up with this. Exactly. Let's just face it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. But I mean, I'm, I'm not. I mean, to be fair, and you know, in balance, and I'm sure it's gonna be a right, you know, fun, all the, all the bits and bobs, and, and you know, you can't complain when you do have people who 
care about you and, and really want to see you. I mean, that's actually special yeah. that people want to spend time with you. So, you know, I'm not, let me just put this into perspective. This is not a moan, moan, moan. This is more, uh, maybe I need to get my balance, balancing act together. Yeah. And, and enter into a ministry of no. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> start, start, you know, saying, you know what, maybe not this time, but maybe could we reschedule this for another time? And, and so, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm reframing what I said earlier. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt, though. I mean, the thing is, it's like when you start saying no, it feels weird for one thing because you're like, oh, don't want to let people down and stuff and yeah. truly the person you're saying no to might initially be a bit like excuse me especially if they're used to you saying yes but exactly the fact of the matter is is that you know sometimes you have to kind of put you first I think the wisdom is like learning when it's right for you to say no and when it's right for mm. you to say yes mm. sometimes it's hard to find that balance because you can kind of go the other way we just say no for the sake of saying no you know um and kind of get yourself in a worse kind of situation well not worse but a kind of a similar situation as it was when you were saying yes all the time so it's learning to strike that balance and just really using wisdom and you know discernment as to what's right um so yeah but yeah i hear you next holidays like okay i'll make my plans first <laughs> anyone else can fit I, around them <laughs> exactly i'm, I'm making my plans <laughs> and 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 you know what the for, for that part of that plan i'm big part of that plan is just to get some rest just to you know just chill mm. out and um like I said take care of me so yeah. yeah um but yeah I've been I've been so I've been a lot busy works good um cool, cool. picking up and doing some work around my my finally in my area of interest with development and stuff and hey. that, that's been pretty cool mm. um so in my downtime I've actually discovered um this new well new to me um series called greenleaf <laughs> my gosh i'm so glad you mentioned that because i clocked that about a month ago and i meant to oh, ask you, you about it i think i called oh, you and oh then we for some reason we didn't get to it and i was like i'll tell you about it later on but yeah i've been waiting to ask you if you've seen it yet because it's so awesome oh, where, oh, wow. where are you okay. up to are, are you on the first season I'm in the first season. First okay. episode, f- first season, um, just started the second episode because um, there was a friend of mine who was kind of like, oh, you know what? There's a series on, and on own. So Oprah, mm. Oprah Winfrey Network. Okay, because I watched it on Netflix. I don't get own. Oh, oh, really? Is yeah. it on Netflix? It's on Are Netflix. You the, me? the first season's on Netflix. Yeah. And, no way. But yeah, is it? What's what, um? Do you, how do you get own? Like, it's not on Virgin Media, is it? It isn't, but oh, snap. okay, we're on there. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Don't worry. I got Not you. Not me personally, but you no, know. no. I got you. I got you. I hear that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so tell me, tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts, and then okay. Well, I've got to admit that most of what I've know about Greenleaf. So, mm-hmm. so Greenleaf, what it is for those of you who don't know, it's and. Uh, it's an American-based um, television series that's about um, a a church um, pastor and his family, and so he he lives in this magnificent house, and um, it's able to accommodate his children and their partners basically, 
And the story is just being told from a kind of day-to-day basis, but you're getting that bird's eye perspective Mm. on what it's like to be um, a minister's family. And the fact that in the church, you know, what you see going on outside in the world happens in the church. It's just that it's not magnified as much, Mm. you know, so these were the issues around homosexuality, around affairs, Mm. around um, death, yeah, there the, are a couple of the things, but you might know more P because I'm just starting out and I'm just going based on what my friends said and the first episode I've seen. Well, but, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because mm-hmm. it's not fair to you. But um, I started watching it, and um, after the first episode, I was really quite hooked. I was like, oh my gosh, the product because basically it opens up with um, there's been a death in the family. Um, the I think she's the middle sister. I'm not sure. Um, it had committed suicide, and nobody seems to be talking about this. Mm. <laughs> but other than acknowledging that, obviously, you know, the girl's dead. And um, the elder sister returns home with her daughter, who's like about fifteen, sixteen. And it ter- transpires that this um, daughter who's returning home, Grace, she's like um, she had like a calling on her life. She was like a, she used to preach at the church and stuff. And then something happened. There was like a big family drama that happened and then she left and she hadn't really been in touch with anybody for like 20 years or so, during which time she's married and had a child and everything else. So she's returning for her sister's funeral. And um, so you've got all these players, players in place and you like um, you said, Kai, that you've got all the, the brother is living there with his wife and his daughter and then the younger sister is there with her husband and you've got the um, the father and the mother and then the creepy uncle <laughs> who you know has got something to do with the sister who dies, you know, and it's just like there was just so much happening in one episode and I was like, okay, I really need to continue watching and what I loved about it was that from the start, like you, you're obviously on the main character's grace, so you're kind of on her side. She's like the heroine, I suppose, of the show. But mm-hmm. at the same time, she's not all that sympathetic. Cause there's at times where you think to yourself, seriously, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, is that how you got to go on? And then there's other times where, like, you know, where like her dad seems like really kind of like um just in it for the money and you know really quite capricious in his way and you're thinking not the way that you think a man of god would behave mm-hmm. but then as the show goes on you see sides to him you're thinking oh actually hang on a minute and it's the same with the mum it's like initially the mum you're just like how could you do that to your own kid or how could you talk that way to your, your child or blah blah but again you start to see sides of her so everyone every single character in there flawed as they are Mm-hmm. has got some kind of story and you can't help but to relate on some level and it's really quite bizarre like um it's well, you, not bizarre, well, you bizarre but, but that, it's but I think that's it's what real exactly that's what i mean it's bizarre in a sense that you know the the characters aren't one-dimensional as you're kind mm-hmm. of used to seeing there's like no one is fully the bad guy no one's fully the good guy you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, there was, I mean, the, for the most part, Grace is just like a standout, just the best. She's just awesome. But she does have moments in some later episodes where you think, oh, child, no, 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 that's not the way. <laughs> but at the same time, you kind of think to yourself, but seriously, girl, I hear you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's, but yeah, it's so, it, 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 I, it was really quite powerfully told. I've, and there's like really strong performance. I mean, there is an element of, 
I guess, um, kind of cliche. Like, you you know, you kind of see where the storyline is going in certain regards. But then there, was, there were a few moments whereby I was like, Oh wow! I didn't see that coming. I wasn't ready, <laughs> right? So, okay, don't, don't 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 reveal too much. Just remember. No, 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 I won't. No, no. Especially for those of us who are just starting. But all the I would say stick before. with it, and you know, trust me, you want to be watching the second season because I've been looking to see like. Can I get, will Netflix give us a second season soon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I know well, it's... talk to me offline and we'll see what can happen. But I'm, I'm just saying. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I hear but that again. But my point is that, that, yeah, second season's out now. It's just started over in the US because I've seen Oprah tweeting about it. And I'm like, cheers, Oprah. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, I, I say well done to them, the creators mm. of that. Because, you know, I mean, I grew up in a very, you know, Christian ministry at home. And, mm. um, you know, you you grew up in the church and they there's a there's this kind of view that oh these kind of things don't happen in the church you know I remember the first time a friend of mine introduced me to this book called when AIDS comes to the church and it was really just about the fact that you know if you think about the kind of 80s 90s where AIDS was such a big thing Mm. and it just would have been one of those taboo topics that the church wouldn't talk about because of course nobody in the church would have AIDS of Of course course not you know yeah and you know so again it's these kind of things where um they're taboo topics and they're here dealing with them and not only just dealing with them as in just another member of the church but within the minister's family and that for me yeah is actually quite poignant yeah uh, yeah so uh, i i i quite i quite you're gonna not... you're gonna re-enjoy it because you know as it goes on i mean there are some heartbreaking moments where you mm-hmm. like there's one ep- um there was one episode where, but I was almost crying because I was like, this is Aww. so sad. <laughs> you know? And you, it was just one of those things where, the, I don't know, I just felt like there was a lot of love and there was a lot of grace in some of the themes that they tried, they attempt to tackle. And that's not to say that it's perfect because there's some elements where I'm thinking, why are you going there? And how, and how, <laughs> and how are you, how are you taking that approach? You know? And so, yeah, I mean, there's some elements which, which I found a little bit problematic. But that said, I really did enjoy watching watching it. And I was just like, set up for the second season. It's like, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Gotta be doing that. So, yeah, I'm so glad I found another Greenleaf fan. I need someone to talk to about this. <laughs> Well, no, 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 not quite yet. Just, you know, I'm just starting out. I'm young in the Well, you will know the moment when you need to call me. You will know that. <laughs> That's what I I'm going to say. You will know the moment when you need to call me. Well, you, you need to thank my other friend because, um, you know, introduced, telling me about it and then, you know, finally let me see it. I was like, okay, cool. Mm. We can deal. We can deal. We can deal. So, yeah, cool. Um, so, what's up with you? Um, hey. Well, do you know, since since we last we last did we did the last episode like mm-hmm. I know that I've been extraordinarily busy but I couldn't tell you what I've been doing do you know what I mean it's like it's been it's been a bit of a whirlwind of a few weeks um but um yeah I think I've just been trying to kind of like think not I think I've been trying to I have been trying to um just kind of put a bit of perspective their perspective on my life and just kind of make a plan for the next few months um mm. if not 
few years you know what's been kind of like coming to me is just to kind of write it down make it plain type thing um mm. to really kind of set myself some goals some things that I want to see happen and really just kind of like motivate myself and also strength strengthen increase my faith I guess in some kind of way so um that I've got something that I'm working towards um mm. that's to say it's not easy doing that because <laughs> I'm not I'm not necessarily one for strategy and for planning. I kind of just like to see how I feel each day, but I'm realizing more and more that I, most days I don't feel like doing anything. So I need to kind of just get on and plan and strategize because if I rely on my usual tactic, I won't get anything done. Um, yeah. So it's been a bit. It's been kind of like a, a real challenge to myself to actually get moving, rather than to kind of just chill. Go. I'll do it tomorrow oh, I'll be fine it's like actually no I need to kind of focus and with that I guess I've just been yeah I've just been kind of moving along those lines I know I'm being very vague but um there's not much I can share right now but hopefully in the coming months I will be able to share a bit more um and okay. yeah and what else speaking of um tv or films um that have made an impact. I went to see Get Out um, last oh. month, and my God, it was amazing. Um, I don't like horror movies because um, I think way too deeply, really and mm-hmm. I get really quite—I'm um, very jumpy, and I just think too deeply. And I just like that the key will be me not sleeping. But I really wanted to see this because one, everyone was raving about it. Two, the I liked the premise of it, and it, although it's a horror movie, it's not gory. Um, all right, I say that near the end it gets a little bit, but it's not kind of like really horribly gory, and it's more unsettling than anything else. Like, and there's a few jumpy scenes quite and but it's more unsettling but it's very challenging and like I took the precaution of going to see it during the day which was a really good idea because (laughs) I was sitting in the cinema and kind of like just jumping at every five minutes going oh my god (laughs) halfway through thinking yeah definitely it was a good idea to see this at a matinee because I do not want this to be the last thing I see before I go to sleep I will not be sleeping (laughs) but my god it was so good it was so so good and again for those who don't know um get out is about um this guy don't give away too much i won't i won't there's not much to give away to be fair really to be fair there's not much to give away um young guy young black guy who is um going out with this um white girl and Mm -hmm. the only reason why i mention their race because it's actually central to the story so yeah and um, it, they've gotten to the point of their relationship whereby it's time to meet the parents. And he naturally has a few reservations. He's like, you know, do your parents know that I'm black? And she's like, oh, of course, you know, well, no, because like, you know, then it's not going to bother them. You know, my dad's like super liberal, you know, both of them are super liberal. My dad's like the kind of person who, you know, he he, he voted for Obama and he will tell you himself that he would have voted for Obama for a third term if he could, you know, that kind of thing. So she's like reassuring him that, nope, parents are uber fine they're gonna be cool it's fine so he's like okay you know but still and then he's got his best friend who works for the transport 
oh what are they called the TSA people in the airports mm-hmm. yeah he works there and his friends kind of warning going you don't want to go to a white girl's house you don't want to meet her parents and the rest of it warning him and being really kind of uber funny about it and he's the one who provides the kind of the light-heartedness to really break the tension of the movie so anyway they go along and when they go to the parents house it's kind of clear that there's something not quite right and <laughs> and when I say this is because on the way there they hit a deer now to me that's foreshadowing <laughs> it's always that moment isn't it yeah like either lightning suddenly strikes you know in the middle exactly of to me it's foreshadowing I was you like know, yeah it's oh. not gonna go right and so you know mm-hmm. and everything is perfect but well let's just say all that glitters is a gold and you just fight and what is so good about it you know is that as much as this family is welcoming and you know as the daughter was saying like really liberal and they really love him sometimes Mm -hmm. behind all that liberal white liberalness is this underlying current of just pure prejudice and racism and that's careful now and that's trying on thin eyes no no that's you know that from the start that's all that's if you read any kind of review on it, that's what they'll give you. So I'm pretty much going by the review, you know. And so that's the whole thing. And so that's what the whole premise of the show is, of the films about, is about this whole idea that, you know, that about the kind of like the race and that hides behind this veneer of liberalism and mm-hmm. that you don't always get away from. And I think it's something that all black people will say they've experienced at one point in their lives i mean this film takes it to another level <laughs> so hold a second is this is this is this like straight up you know when you say horror movies this is this like real people doing bad things or is this a spiritual aspect to it where there is um, um it's real people doing bad things but yeah and then, i mean there's an undercurrent of suspend your belief kind of thing um particularly when you realize what it is that they're doing but yeah, it's more real people doing bad things. Mm. But um, I don't know if you've ever seen a movie called The Stepford Wives, but it's along those kind of lines. Ah, got you, got you. Yeah. I have seen The Stepford Wives. So it's not really quite so, because I'm not a horror movie fan either. Yeah. But, you know, again, I had a friend who was like, kind of like, hmm, have you heard about this? You know, that kind of thing. And I was like, nah, count me out. I'm not a horror movie fan. Mm. But if it's along the kind of step for the Yeah, wise, it's more of a psychological thriller. Like, you, it will, it will mess with your mind. Okay. And you will jump. All uh, right. You right. will. You, I'm not even joking with you. You will jump and you might even scream. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But... It, there's so much going on. Like I, I got in, and I was like, I will happily see that again. And I don't even like horror movies, but I like movies that make me think, and I like make movies. you think. Oh, oh and my it, god! And I can't really... you've actually convinced me now to kind yeah, of go and see this. It, it, it is that Scary. good, and it's by your boy. Okay. Um, what's his name? Of Key and Peel. The. Oh. Yeah. I love Key and Peel. Hold a second. How comes you now talking about Key and Peel the other day when I was talking to you about Key and Peel? You were like, I don't know what talking about no because the way no because told you about this no 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 because i think what you were mentioning i didn't know about but i know of them anyway i've i mean i've not i don't watch all that i don't watch their shows and i know you've watched them evidently avidly i've seen a few of their sketches online but mm-hmm. like but yeah it's um it's the peel not key not key it's it but it's he wrote and directed it uh, and okay yeah. you have to you have to help me because even though key and peel do try, so key's a tall one yeah Oh, it got it. Key and Peel. Got yeah. it. So it's Peel, not yeah. Key. Okay. Yeah. I just don't remember the names at the minute. The full names. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 But um, right. yeah. 
but it it is it was really good. It did every all the um, props and everything he's been getting. It totally deserves. Because um, mm. oh, good, it good had, for him. Though. Yeah, it had me gripped. Like I was just like I could not tear my eyes from oh, the screen. Oh <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm wanting. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh my god!" And even the bits when I was like terrified, I'm just like, going, "I'm so scared right now." But still, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a good sign. Yeah, and, like, and if, if, so if, if, for somebody who doesn't like horror movies, that's a good sign. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, 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 I think you have all the feelings from you know from amusement to anger to sheer fright to relief it, like you feel all the feelings in that two hours or so because you're just like okay oh my god so so yeah that was my um my movie highlight um a few weeks okay, ago cool. but yeah if you uh, i don't know if it's still out in the cinemas but yeah i'll like i said i'll send an offer and i'd happily see it again i i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll check it out and see when yeah. when might be a good time to go see it but I'd be warned and do it in daytime rather than evening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that is, I do not want that to be the last thing I think about before I go to bed. Are you crazy? <laughs> this is no need. Speaking of horror films, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's um, you know, it's so funny because I think I think the last few. Um, podcast that we have done mm. when we have spoken about politics in the world it has really focused a lot on the american what's happening in the american scene and mm. um we well you know not that what happens at home with us isn't isn't here in britain isn't isn't quite as exciting should i should i should i put it that way but yeah. <laughs> but, obviously, but obviously you know it is on the forefront of a lot of people's mind on the world stage of what's happening in American politics. And there's not so much the political aspect of it as it is it with a personality that's in the White House right now. Mm. And that's Mr. Mike Richard Pence. Did I get that right? I didn't know you had a middle name, so I'm going to stay with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I read, you see. I read. <laughs> you saying I don't So, um, <laughs> <laughs> So he... For me, he's a bit of a conundrum because if you look at him, he does have this kind of, for me, a very stately look, someone who's very respected, yep. respectable, and someone you almost want to love like and admire. Like You think this person is going to come with good things for one and all. And yet he has these ideologies which are quite scary. <laughs> yeah, I've only heard of his stuff which are really quite detrimental to women in general. So I yes. kind of just think of him as just being really quite misogynistic. <laughs> you know, and I say that from just what I've heard, I've not really read in depth of him. But whenever I hear his name, it usually comes up in conjunction with some kind of bill or something which is going to infringe mm. upon women's rights and i'm like okay you're one of those people <laughs> so. well well one of the latest ones was um you know he had the kind of final vote on um p- pulling back um planned parenthood yeah um for you know making it available and um that's you know definitely in line it, nothing to hide here you know this is something that he had spoken about openly before in the campaign and so there are no surprises there mm. uh, but but you know staying away stepping back away from that side of things the very political aspect of it and more to what um some of the discussions that came up in recent weeks about his statement that he would not dine alone with uh, a woman mm. um 
other than his wife or unless his wife was present. Yeah. So that, that sparked some interesting um, conversations, some interesting discussions. And if I'm being honest, the first time I heard it, I was kind of like, hmm, I get how conservative you are. And in one kind of way, I was kind of like saying, maybe that's not such a bad thing because, you know, you have some, some men that are very unaware of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they'll find themselves in positions where the woman's clearly attracted to them. And, you know, they're going along thinking, oh, you know, I'm just going to have, you know, a drink with so-and-so who is my colleague or so-and-so is my friend. And then find themselves in, in, in very precarious positions, yeah. right? Um, so it's kind of like, mm, good on you, you know, as a husband trying to protect yourself, trying to protect your marriage. You know, your marriage. Yeah. But what, what really struck me was when I started reading some articles with, with different women's opinion. I read in the Huffington Post in particular, one in the Huffington mm. Post in particular. Is that the link I sent you? Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Um, where her point of view was that hang a second you know um aren't we aren't you being very narrow-minded with this because here it is the assumption that if you are with um a woman alone and there is this issue of there must be some kind of sexual attraction that could then lead down the road of you know your some kind of inappropriate behavior yeah can can you can, can there not be you know, the the position whereby just as you would with a male colleague where you're having a, meet, a, a dinner or a drink, whatever, sharing mm-hmm. ideas, having conversation, that you do that with a female colleague. And um, she also made a point about, you know, what about the opportunity for women who would have wanted to, um, you know, have a, a, a male mentor, particularly because there's a particular, you know, area that she's interested in and this is just male male um colleague would make a good person as a mentor mm. although in my head i'm like you know with behavior like that would you really want him as your male mentor yeah i know um, right but, but just that the idea i thought to myself you know it really is good to hear um different pe- person's perspective because i never thought about it that way why is there a natural assumption that because you are now in the presence of a woman, um, that there is an something issue around sexual, sexual, um, something about sexual in, inappropriate will happen between it, you. Yes. Why? Yeah. I think, yeah, because I think, like you, when I first heard it, I was, and I just saw people up in arms on the timeline about it, and I just thought, okay. And for, first of all, it's kind of a, I think initially because it was just like his name I was thinking oh <laughs> you know and then I was then I was kind of thinking, thinking oh but is that a bad thing then I was thinking about it a bit more deeply and I was re- and reading that article that I sent you and I forget the name of the author but she made a really salient point because you know it's one he's making the assumption I mean hers was in regards to a, pro- um, a professor of hers that had said the same kind of thing and then she had to challenge him and say that, well, the thing is that by saying that you're making you're making the assumption that I want to be in some kind of sexual situation with you when mm-hmm. actually I don't. And you're putting a whole lot of pressure on me that isn't there. You're kind of like take making an assumption that isn't actually there. So 
and you're making it my responsibility when actually it's about you. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? No. And um, and yeah. put like that, I'm like, well, yeah. And also the other thing that is interesting about it because I was watching. You know, remember Line of Duty? Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. it's back mm-hmm. on. Fourth season. If you're not watching, you should be. Um, ah, <laughs> but there's a scene in that mm-hmm. whereby... Um, the, you, so you know the head of the department, of the undercover department, or the anti-corruption unit department, he, um, Ted Hastings. He, um, he's got to decide between um, the two detectives which one he's going to promote and it's Mm -hmm. a guy and a girl them the two main characters kate and i forget his name let's call him eyebrows because that's how i always remember him (laughs) (laughs) Uh i know right eyebrows so um so but so he's talking to kate and kate's like clearly like she's done she's passed her she's competent she's clearly competent and she's experienced what have you and i think the other guy has more seniority on her but he messed up on the last um assignment yes quite big like he almost brought like the, the whole department into disrepute so um so yeah so he, he says to her like oh you know i'd be really wanting to discuss with you about your future department really pleased with what you've been doing so far and so she's like oh okay well maybe we can grab a drink after work sometime i'm you know i'm pretty flexible and then he was like and you could just see the pause and you could see the discomfort <laughs> on his face. He's like, going, and then she's like, oh, we could just have a meeting here. And he's like, yeah, that would be better. You know, and I was like, oh, interesting. But yeah, he wouldn't have had the same kind of um, hesitation had it been eyebrows. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because he's a guy. And then like, it was that whole thing of like, you know, this attractive girl or woman mm-hmm. even, is you know wanting to discuss her work promotion you know and that's all it was but he was like nah I can't be doing that I can't be seen how would it look to be seen you know and I think he actually says at one point how would it look to be seen with you know a a, girl, a wee girl like her in you know in in the evening time and no mm-hmm. that kind of thing you're like uh like she's your colleague <laughs> you know what I mean well, like you're discussing you, work <laughs> you know okay let's let let's 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 be fair you know mm. there there is a degree to which society as a whole we do make that judgment mm. where you do see a, a man after work having a drink um especially let's just say let's just say you know he's finished work and you know um so he's not th- this is no no longer a business meeting this is just a casual, I'm going to have a drink, you know, a catch up with a colleague. Mm. And he's either at a restaurant or a bar with this young, attractive woman or young woman uh, or woman. <laughs> Let's not be ageist or, you know, um, here. Uh, woman, it, 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 there is that kind of sense. And ugh, depending on the kind of wife that this man has, because I, I, I remember when I was thinking about this topic and I was saying, in one sense, you, you, I'm not going to use the word responsibility, get, don't get myself in any trouble here. Mm-hmm. But in one sense, you know, as I, as I started out earlier, there are times when men, and I've seen the ignorance of men, mm-hmm. um, where they put themselves in these positions unknowingly, in air quotes, unknowingly, where um, the woman is really attracted to them. They're not seeing this and they're, they're just taking this very casually as 
I am just talking to a friend or um, a colleague, platonic, nothing more. Right. Whereas the partner or, or the wife might see more and not because she's been paranoid, but just because genuinely she's seen that there's more to this. And so from a protecting her husband and marriage point of view, she might object to, to um, him spending time with this, with, with this individual. Well, I think that's slightly but, different, though. I think, that's... I think I do think it's different. But, yeah. but, but I, I started from that angle saying that you, you do, there's a perception mm. that comes about sometimes where you do see that the, in the guy with the girl, you know, it's not a business meeting. It's after hours. And so there's an assumption that maybe there's something inappropriate going on. I think I because I, I see I hear what you're saying and I think and I agree to a degree but I was also going to say is that oftentimes like I will be out say and I will see um two people um in a bar a guy and a woman and you sometimes you can tell instinctively what the nature of their relationship is you can tell mm. whether this is just a business thing or they're two colleagues or whether there is clearly an attraction between them so I think mm-hmm. that in in that respect I think you know if you know that you're meeting with somebody because sometimes as well you know it depending on the nature of your work or you know whatever it is sometimes it is appropriate to be meeting with somebody in a cafe or at a bar or whatever to be discussing Mm -hmm. business or what have you sometimes it's just depending you know and I do think that you know it'll be people walking by you know and they kind of go oh okay they're so-and-so with so-and-so you know I think by the nature of your body language, it will depict whether or not there's something going on. And I think a wife, you know, in that situation would kind of be able to tell what her husband's up to or what his feelings or his intentions, whether or not he's aware of it, is about just by nature and also just by his trust. And I think that the way that Mike Prince phrased everything, I think in his head, he was kind of like trying to make out like he was being honourable to his wife and... You know, I don't really, and also kind of like showing that I'm aware of my own weaknesses as a man. But I think the way it came out was more like, it's just all these women are just going to be after me, and I just couldn't do that to my <laughs> wife. And it was a bit like, uh, no, that isn't it. And Not really. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hmm, I think you, um, you really kind of um, big yourself up a bit too much, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> so over, you've overestimated. Yeah, your <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's on thinking, women, th- on the women. I've around. got to be honest. But, you but, know, I've but, had several but, fantasies. But, you were not uh, involved in any of them. You know? <laughs> funny that you know and so that and I think that's the problem with it it's that kind of idea that you know there's all these women you know especially single women running around who are just so unincontrol of their impulses that you know the minute they're near to a married man you know they Mm. just can't help themselves but to throw themselves at them and I think that's one of the things that irritates me sometimes about being a single woman especially sometimes in the church because you can't have an innocent conversation with a guy without either they thinking that it's going to be something more or somebody else trying to say that it's something more and you're like no I was really just talking you know (laughs) you know and it's that whole thing of like you know you know you hear it say that you know um when you're a married woman your husband is your covering he's like your protection Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it so as a single woman you don't have that and so if something goes down and you know someone's calling into question the married man's fidelity you as a single woman Mm -hmm. automatically get the blame you're the one who led him there and it's like no i was minding my business he came to talk to me (laughs) do you know what i mean (laughs) 
so that's <laughs> where so that's where I was kind of like getting the more I started thinking about the whole thing oh, the more salty God. I was feeling about it I was like oh my oh god my this god. is wrong this is so wrong and this is not fair and this what? is just another problem with society just blaming everything on women on single women at that okay. so yeah well there, there, there are two things there from what you have said and mm. I'll start on the Mike Pence um, side of things so you know you have already highlighted the whole matter of you know just how the picture he's painting of women mm. but but also for me um, it's the picture he's painting uh, a very narrow view of just men and women in general, mm. whereby um, if a man and a woman are in that setting and the man is married and, and, and the woman is single, there could only be one possibility. Yeah. And they're attracted to each other. And it's very, very narrow. It's very, very narrow. And also it, 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 it does um, take away again from women, from a, from a different point of view, i.e., um, are these women just quote-unquote careless women who are just having drinks and dinner for dinner's sake? Why couldn't it not be a, a, a colleague at your level, you know, that is, you know, somehow you're having, um, would it be a mentorship relationship or, mm-hmm. or just a discussion, you know, is, is there no possibility that there that, that can happen? What you've ultimately reduced women to are uh, is there is there is there sexuality? That's yeah. what you've reduced reduced them to. And I think from that perspective, the other thing I picked upon, you know, from what you said about um, you know, from what's happening in the church. Um, so here's my thing. I've got to, and I'll admit this openly. I give wide berth to to, to married men. I give very wide berth oh, to them. Same. <laughs> because you know for that very same reason i'm like i ain't mm. even giving no chance mm. it to be said like i'm there and i would literally put a person between me and and, and the other and that's just from the point of view of not wanting any appearance you know, of, of any sorts, yeah. um, of anything to be yeah. said. Yeah, it's, well, it's as I said, you know, if that if that appearance is man- made manifest, as it were, they're not going to be talking to the man about his behaviour, his pro They're talking to you because you're the single yeah. woman. And that's, I, what, and that I object, that's what I object to. I mean, I do the same. I do generally keep a wide berth between me and married men. Unless me, we know each other from time and I know your, I know your wife, oh I don't, gosh, I don't really have anything to say to you as soon as I find that you're married I'm just like mm, okay yeah Listen, <laughs> you know and then if, and if I do have something to say to you I make sure I'm best friends of your wife I'm... well you know the thing is <laughs> me, I think even when I am friends with the wife I found myself um deferring to the wife now yeah so I found, I found myself if she's if she's there mm. you know that I'm I'm I give her more eye contact than I give to him and and also, if it's if it's by way of conversation, somehow I kind of um, mention, like I would say, oh, you know, I mentioned so and so to your husband the other day. Or, you know, th- this kind of very openness. So there is yeah. there is no because because I have actually found that um, for good or for bad, I found many women, and there is a slight, there is a very very very. Um, what was the term I was looking for where in keeping that balance between possessing being mm-hmm. possessive 
mm-hmm. and being protective. Yeah. You know? So so protecting your marriage and obviously your husband. Um, husband's a good name. And being possessive of your husband. Yeah. And I find that that fine balance. Um Many yeah. times it tilts. Many times it yeah. tilts into the possessive world. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I I'm a single woman. I don't. I'm not in that position. Perhaps maybe to understand as well why it is that that a woman would go to that degree. And so I ain't giving up no chance at all. Yeah. But 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 in us saying this, is this then also reflective of what Mike Pence is trying to achieve? Is 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 this not if we think about all the scandals, you know, with you know, in the political realm, with men, uh, would it be the Bill Clintons or mm. the stories of what's happened with Donald Trump? Are we being fair or unfair to him? You know, condemning him for taking that stance. Forget about the other for a moment. P- put aside for a moment the whole thing about infringing on the women's rights, because that I definitely take the stance that nope, I don't agree with that. Yeah, that might be your conservative um, beliefs. But I, but I, I, I certainly don't, you know, take take a side with you in that. But mm. putting that aside for a moment, you know, this whole matter of not wanting to dine alone with a woman other than 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 his um, wife, or unless his wife is present, are given given all the scandals that happened before, given what we have even just said that we do in our own lives, mm. are we being unfair to him in in our? As I said before, I didn't have that much of an issue with what he said from the general kind of like aspect of it you know I was kind of like to each their own kind of thing but I think it's just when I delved into it a bit more deeply and thought about the way and the way he presented it was Mm. like it was about women that were likely to be throwing themselves at him and that's where (laughs) I was like excuse me (laughs) I don't think so you know and and I'm such a I'm I am just such you know a love machine that yes and I wouldn't be able to help myself but to comply you know and it was just like really but I think that between I think that within every relationship I think it's something that you kind of need to you need to honor that person and if it's that fine. It's like you said that fine line between being possessive and being protective. You know, I can, I kind of get it because I think that as much as I personally wouldn't feel any type of way because if if I'm if I was out having lunch or drink with somebody and I've I've done that. I've had lunch and drink with you know a married male friend of mine several times before. We were friends before he got married. I'm very good friends with his wife, you know. And you know, there's times when we've met up and we've had a drink and everything else. But I've always, you know, it's always been very strictly very strict between us and there's been times where but I feel like he's almost crossed the line a bit and I've been like you know what this isn't appropriate so you know I don't like where this is going kind of thing so do you know what I mean mm. but where the conversation is going yeah I know I, yeah I, I've, so, I've been there myself and so I've kind of like yeah, yeah because you kind of think to yourself you know yeah. this this and you know and I think for his part he never really got it I mean this was kind of before in the early days and you know before they actually married when they were engaged and I was like you know things has to change the dynamics of our relationship has to change because he's like I don't want anything to change mm-hmm. between us but I said it has to because you're you're joining with somebody else and your priority is her and her feelings mm-hmm. and if she's okay with me and you meeting up for breakfast on a Saturday then that's fine but I'm saying that 
I will be happy if you included her in it. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying mm-hmm. if you do, I'll be happy for that to happen because I don't want her to feel like she's got something to be worried about me because it's yeah. like, this is our thing, you know, but, you know, bre- Saturday breakfast is our thing. And I'm like, it's not, but it doesn't, it can't, the dynamics have to change. So, yeah, yeah. So, the th- so yeah. I kind of made, so in that respect, I made it my personal business to, as I said, to become very good friends with his now wife because I didn't mm-hmm. want her to feel that I was the girlfriend as in girl that is a friend that she needed to worry about you know and you know we're actually close I'm actually closer to her than I am to him which is all very ironic <laughs> but um I've done you yeah but that was a real conscious effort on my part you know and yeah. I think um mainly because as I said I've been friends with this um guy for a very long time so I didn't really want to lose that friendship but I think with other guy friends I've been happy to kind of let that friendship go because I've been like you know what I don't have the time for any kind of wahala in my life <laughs> from you <laughs> or from your wife <laughs> I really I do that. not have the time I'm not here for it you know and so I think yeah. it's more of a societal and a cultural thing that has kind of set up this mm. whole premise it's unfortunate but I think that and it's not so much it's not something that I agree with but in order for me to like I said, avoid Wahala and have a really nice, peaceful life. You do what you <laughs> got to do. But that's, that said, if I was asked by a colleague to go for a drink, I wouldn't be taking it as an invitation to throw myself at that person. I'd be taking it as an invitation to go for a drink, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah, if, and yeah. if they declined... And context from, is everything as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And I think that was and I think that was the thing. And what I was trying to highlight with that whole line of duty um, scene was just that, you know, there was that kind of moment where you're just like, Wow, this guy's really this guy's really serious. But what what it inevitably ended up in is that this girl didn't get her promotion, and you couldn't help but to feel because she's not part of the boys' network and she never will be, you know, because there is that sense of like she can't join in in the kind of after work hours kind of socialising mm-hmm. that they do, you know, because they won't accept that, you know, especially if they're of the old boys kind of like school of you know dining etiquette so mm, so mm. there is an, there's an element whereby that kind that's of thinking opportunity yeah, yeah where that element thinking yes it's fine for you you're trying to protect your marriage you're trying to kind of avoid every appearance of temptation and da, 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 da. but at the same time there is an element whereby it does impede upon something that would have been actually kind of fine um yeah so i, I think the context has to be clear as to what's going on yeah you know you know and and, and this <laughs> I I had a a thought, you know, I had a discussion with someone randomly I met on the train, um, one of my long journeys. Mm. Um, In recent weeks, along the lines of um, an open, you know, people who are in open relationships. Mm -hmm. And whilst broadly I disagreed with it, um, you know, there was a way in which, you know, just as you're talking about the the whole matter of context and, Mm -hmm. and whatever, um, for me, you know, I began to think, you know, is is it actually possible? Um, not in the way that we know of open relationships where you're a free agent moving, you know, you have one fixed person, but you are free to then, you know, be with someone else, even even physically, sexually. Um, but I, I started to have this thing, you know, what if there are persons who you're, you're in a very loving relationship, but you have shared interest, you know? Is, is, you know, is, 
is there an opportunity in this society that allows for um, you to spend time with a member of the opposite sex, even though you're in a fish relationship? But uh, I guess that's something we have to explore another time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, given the time we have for today. Yeah. But, um, but in answer to that real quick, I, was just like the, I would say that I think there is, but the context has to be clear. And yeah. I think yeah. all parties involved need to be okay with it because I mean can you imagine like if you're married to somebody and um I don't know say that your husband wants to go skiing you don't like skiing but he's got this best girl buddy that loves skiing so they're going on the skiing <laughs> holiday together and you're just like vex because <laughs> you want to go on holiday <laughs> but you're not comfortable but you don't want to do skiing and you know what I mean he's swans off and you just feel a bit kind of salty about the whole thing, and you know, but yeah. but would you, but but would you really want to kind of put your partner through something that makes them uncomfortable, or you know, do you know what I mean? Even though you know full well that nothing's going to be happening, and da, da, but would you want would you want for the other half to be uncomfortable in a situation that you've you yourself created? Even though, and I think that's the kind of key to it. Maybe what Mike Pence was trying to say is that the reason why he doesn't dine with women on his own is because he knows full well when he gets home, his wife's going to cuss him out. She don't want yeah. him dining <laughs> on his own with, with women. You know what? She, she don't. I- put her foot down from day one and said this will not happen <laughs> let me tell you something right now <laughs> on the head and with that we're gonna wrap it up <laughs> with that we're gonna wrap it up um you know we always want to put a challenge out there um to to ourselves and to to those of you who are kindly listening um to us every week and um guess the challenge this week um, in looking at that is, you know, um, society will always, you know, have its own set of rules and, and um, you know, boundaries. But, you know, um, look at look at yourself, look at your, you know, what your own boundaries are and, and don't and don't feel somehow compelled um, to just go along with what um, the general society um, seems to be saying. You know, in one way, we could applaud Mike Pence for taking that stance. In all honesty, it could be seen as a good look, protecting himself, protecting his marriage. Another way, we could be thinking, oh, you know, what are you trying to say, Mr. Narrow-Minded? You know, I've been very recent years, you know, taking the stance that even when um, the majority seems to be going swing one way, mm-hmm. you know, if I have a particular principle that I think is very applicable to me, um or boundary that's it i'm setting it i'm abiding by it i'm going with it whether or not the rest of um the world seems to um want to abide by that if i have to be the odd one out well i understand my own set of circumstances and that's why i'm working with this so in one way you know what i'm actually going to give a a thumbs up and a kudos to mike pence um his old stepping on women's rights aside (laughs) um yeah don't agree with that I think in this particular context, um, I, I would want to say, you know, he set his own boundary and principles. It might not be completely clear to us. We don't know exactly what he's thinking. Um, but, you know, in, in, in some kind of way, um, that's what he set because that's what, you know, for him works. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to be to be able to do that despite the, the, the critics and be able to stand up and defend that if you need to. So, yeah. Okay, then. Well, um, that's it for this month. Um, keep following us on Twitter 
and through Facebook and all the rest of that. Um, please do email us if you've got anything to share and comment. Leave us some comments on um, SoundCloud and rate us on iTunes. We really could we do appreciate the love. And yeah, have a good Easter, everybody. Yeah, and uh, spend some time for you as well. I eh? don't be don't find yourself in my Easter weekend dilemma. But hey, <laughs> shout out to you till the next time. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We'll see you next time. Take care, folks. Bye. Take care. Bye, bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.